Welcome to the For Fox Sake podcast. By the fans, for the fans. With all the news, views and discussion from two lifelong Leicester City supporters. It's your show, so get in contact. Make yourselves heard. What's your opinion? The only Leicester City podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. This is for Fox's sake. Hello and welcome to For Fox Eight. My name is Pete Selby, and alongside me in For Fox Eight HQ once again, remarkably, it's Mr. Rob Hayes. For the second time in two weeks, sat next to each other to talk about football. Episode eighty, eight zero, the big the big eighty. Yes, who would have thought it? Eight oh blind eighty. Who would have thunk it? Not not for the fact that we wouldn't have done it. It's the fact that people still listen after eighty episodes. Well, we think they listen. Could, I've seen it, the figures. I've it seen. It could just be you and your dad and refresh. That's true. That's true. Who told you? Who told you? <laughs> I mean, it's not because we like talking to all of our listeners. But thank you for getting us this far. Yes, and and, and hosting competitions as well. Oh yeah. Go yes. On, Go on. Do the big reveal. Straight straight off the bat. Straight off the bat. Straight off the middle. Flicked off the pads. So last week you decided while we were recording the podcast, yep. unbeknownst to me, yep. that you had a prize and you wanted to do some kind of competition to give it away. That's correct. The prize being this year's home shirt. Correct. With tags on and everything. So it's the real thing. The real deal. It's not off the back of a lorry and shirt. Nope, nope, nope. It's a real deal. Have you decided what the lovely listeners have got to do to win it? Yes. Nice and easy. A picture will be posted on our Facebook and also on our Twitter, okay? Uh-huh. And all you have to do is you have to retweet it. That's it. How, what are they doing on Facebook? Liking it share, or sharing it? Correct. They with have to share it. Share it. Okay? Because if they share it, it comes up with their name. And when they retweet it, it comes up with their name. Now, the interesting thing is, you'll know exactly what the picture is because it's a picture of a shirt and it says Christmas competition for Fox's sake and all that. It's going to be heavily signposted. Exactly. Now, when you share this, it means that you've entered once. When you retweet this, it means that you've entered once. So does that mean you've entered twice if you do both? Correct. Okay. But what happens, Rob, if I post it today from for Fox's sake... Uh, Twitter handle at FFS pod and then I post it again tomorrow and you retweet it that's another entry exactly so you've uh, enhanced your chances of winning again correct you can enter as many times as you like i.e. you can retweet it every single day now we'll be trying to post it every day it's going to be live for around about 10 days or so because we want to be able to post it in time for Christmas so it'll have all the details on the picture essentially find us on Facebook just type in for Fox 8 Podcast and then click share on the picture. Nice and easy. Uh, and then if you want to go over to Twitter, at FFSPod for Fox 8 Pod, just type in that and you'll come up with uh, with our Twitter handle. Click follow and then all you have to do is retweet. And if you retweet once, you will get an entry. If you retweet the picture twice, you have to do it on different days because you can only do it once, then you get two entries, three entries, four entries, as many as you like. And the winner will be picked out at random live on the podcast i.e. every single person I'm going to write down on a bit of paper, put them in a hat. Put them in a hat. Can we have then, a Leicester hat? A Leicester hat. Yeah, and, then, and then take it out. Dead easy. So no questions, no nothing. All you have to do is retweet or share via social media the picture of the shirt. What size is it? I think it's a large. Oh, that's 
I think, but it will be on the the picture itself. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, but it's a good gift for yourself or a good free gift to give to somebody else. Well, the essential thing is it is free. Yeah, keyword free. It's free because you've won it. So there you go. And why not have a competition? There you go. So the home blue Leicester shirts this season's with tags. Um, uh, and yeah, there you go. That's how you can enter. Nice and easy. Now, if you haven't got Facebook and you haven't got Twitter, then first of all, you've done well to be actually listening to the podcast because obviously it's an online-based podcast. But sign up. Sign up. Do it. Why not? Get other people to. If you share this and you ask other people to enter for you, then why not? So if you've got 500 friends on Twitter or 500 friends on Facebook and you say, can you do me a favour? Can you just share this? And then if your name, because they won't, if they don't listen to the podcast, they don't know that they've won. And then you can you know, claim the prize. That's fine. Or if you're 100% anti-social media, can we let them drop us an email with the name? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Good idea. How's that? So if you um, really, really, really hate Twitter and Facebook with a passion and you're like, no, for fuck's sake, I, I like you both, but I'm not going to, to those depths to win this shirt, drop us an email. Yeah. For fuck's sake podcast at gmail.com. For fuck's sake podcast at gmail.com. Retweet via at FFS pod and click share via Facebook. And like I said, you can ask as many people to do it. And if one of those wins, then they can give you the shirt that way. That's absolutely fine. That's kind of the point that we're getting at, i.e. spread the word of the podcast because then more people will listen to it and all that sort of thing. And then who knows, if more people listen, we might get bigger and better prizes next time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe signed shirts or framed shirts. Ooh. Steady on. Exactly. I mean, we've got in for Fox 8 HQ, there's a number of different things there, but we can't give them out. No, they're, they're sacred to our shrine. Exactly. Um, and a lot of them link here this is a link go on a lot of them um show the title winning season the season that we won the league when chelsea drew 2-2 with tottenham in an ill-fated game you are seamless that i didn't even see that coming was refereed by <laughs> a mr Plattenberg. oh he happens to have been in the news this week i've only seen the headlines for this yes i've seen something like Plattenberg says he contributed to spurs downfall or something like that what what has he actually said? I've not read it. Basically, he did an, uh, an interview with the podcast, an NBC podcast, um, Men in Blazers, I think it's called, and uh, about three or four words were taken from that podcast and contrived to create a story. And then I happened to watch the interview he did live on Sky Sports News yesterday, to which basically he was saying, hang on, I didn't say this. And he was going... Basically, what he said was... Um, he learnt from uh, Peliwiji Kalina, the referee, that... If there is a narrative to do with the game, i.e. if it's a second leg of a match, say in the Champions League, where there's been basically a massive fight in the first leg, you have to prepare for the second leg. You know what's happened in the first game. Hmm. End of the day, that's that's normal human life. That makes sense. You have to go, and he called it a game plan, which a lot of people didn't agree with the the term of that. So he knew that this Spurs-Chelsea game was going to be, he knew what was on the line and all that sort of thing. So he basically said that, he didn't want to be the centre of attention in the game. He didn't want to be his name in the press. It, so basically he let the game go and he didn't want to send players off who maybe should have been sent off. He ended up booking everyone. Um, now, that's roughly what, what, what happened. But stop me if I am crazy, right? Am I completely insane? Have, have I lost yes. the plot? Yeah. 
Am I? Oh, oh, I don't I'm, know what you're asking. Am me, I not? But, yeah. but f- in for the life of me, right? I think, I think, I am generally very, very sane. Roughly, I I know what's going on. Yeah, kind of. Ish. But if someone says, "Stop me! Stop me!" If I'm talking nonsense. If someone says that they did not send off three players, they let the game go, and they should have sent the players off. How in the world does that mean that he cost them the game? If a referee turns around and says, I should have sent three of your players off, and then you turn around and go, well, you cost us the game then. That's not how it works. Three Spurs players. Yeah. If you get three players sent off, you're going to lose the game. So people now have turned around and said that that game cost Spurs the title, which I listened to the radio all the way down, and that was what they said. That was the game that cost Spurs the title. I know they didn't win, and that meant that Leicester won by default, even though they went to win by 10 points. But if he says he didn't send those players off when he should have done... Surely that that gave them more of a chance. It gave them more of a chance. Am I the only person who has thought that? Because uh, well, I'm going on what information you've given me, but if he's saying he should have sent off three Spurs players, yes. and then this is being billed as a story that Clattenburg costs Spurs the title, one, they'd, they'd weed the title up the wall before that. It wasn't that game. That game put the final nail in the well, coffin, but they were trailing and by I'll enough stop you that they didn't. They didn't actually, they didn't catch us. That was the, no. Yeah. No, but, and they never were going to catch us. Correct. So, so that's quite sort of... Uh, uh, very far-fetched to say that that one moment in time cost them the title, but yeah, playing with eleven players is better than playing with eight. No, if you're if you're a national radio station, I mean, I listened to Five Live this morning on the way down to work, and they kept on saying, "I was don't say that." What you need to say is that was the game that Spurs not winning, then Leicester won the title, but they would have won anyway because they didn't get enough points. They would they won by ten points. Mm. That game didn't cost Spurs the league. It was their final chance of possibly catching Leicester. Is that's a good saying? Yeah. It was their final chance of possibly being able to catch Leicester, or keeping their hopes mathematically alive. Exactly. That was the. But no one, and I've listened to it. I've, I've watched the news. I've listened to an awful lot. I've read things on social media. No one has said that players being sent off. Um. Didn't cost uh, uh, would have lost them the game, and I'm like, well, that's what just normally happens in in football. Have I gone mad? Somehow, in this kind of weird football scenario where it's Spurs, 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 somehow they've contrived a referee saying he should have sent off three players, or maybe he would have done if he didn't have a game plan. Somehow they've twisted that round to say that has cost Spurs the league when it wouldn't have, and not sending the players off actually gave them advantage. That's basically what's happened. And it's it's weird. But all we know still at this point is that Spurs didn't win the league and we did. Well, exactly. I mean, that's, we can, that's the we key can point, brush, it? brush it under the carpet now. We'll never talk about it again, to be fair. But it is that's what's happened. A bit daft. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'd love someone just to say, you know, if it, if it, if it rears its, its head again. And also, to be honest, if you listen to what he actually said, it's not the craziest thing in the world. It no. was. It's just people have turned around and said you can't go in with a game plan about not applying the laws. I know what they're saying there, but that's technically what he didn't say. Um, he he let the game flow maybe slightly more than he would have done, which is great. That's what we all want to see. Mm. 
You want to see that. But... On, are you talking about large media organisations sensationalising headlines again, are you? Or, you, you do surprise me. Or large organisations looking at the team that they support, or many of them support, and looking at the last chance that they had to really win something, and trying to find a narrative for why they didn't win, because looking at the league, they're not going to win anything this season, and also that might be the last big chance because of managers moving or players moving on. Yeah. Is that, just, is that what happened? Just let it go. Exactly, you're lost. And also, uh, what was quite interesting, yesterday, uh, the other day... Um, listening to about Man City, um, who are flying, as we know, in the league, and they're going to win it. Um, and also, I hope they do win it as well, because of the, the football they play. Um, also, how, how many points are they going to win by? And people going, oh, it's going to be crazy. I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, Genev said, uh, oh, it's, uh, they're going to win it by at least 10 points. You know, and, and, and who wins the league by 10 points? I'll tell you who wins the league by 10 <laughs> points. Us. Us, exactly. But anyway... That's what's happened, and it's just got on my goat, really. As I, you know, I just I, thought, could, I couldn't tell. No, but it's this it's, is this isn't a classic Pete Selby rant or no, anything. It's, it, but it's it's, it's strange. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what's happened, and uh, and there we go. But then my Leicester won at the weekend again. Yeah, one of them where we could very easily not have won. It was good side though, Burnley. Yeah, confident. Yeah, uh, have been effective this season. Yep. Have worked out a way to get more points, especially away from home. Their away record's been very good this season on merit, but also in comparison to to last year when they, I don't even think they got into double figures away from home. Uh, and they came, they were probably the better side in the first half, apart from the fact that we got the early goal where Gray nearly split himself in two on that post. Burnley were, by most many accounts, the better team. Do you know what I? My first thought was when I saw the replay of uh, Gray hitting the post. Go on. Uh, and then he was kind of wincing. I thought, well, if 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 I did that, that wouldn't have hurt as much. But then I realised there's a bit, bit of padding there <laughs> compared to <laughs> just, a Premier League football. Just a small homemade cushion you've got there. <laughs> it's generally what I thought. And it's, I, I had to kind of correct myself. This midriff will be rock hard. <laughs> Yours has got a little bit of give to exactly. it, Exactly. Yeah. I thought that wouldn't have hurt. But then I went, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> now we but, know. But fair play to him for gambling. Uh, interesting, this is probably the first time under Clubwell that Leicester were better in the second half than they were in the first. Yes. Which, which is, is interesting to see. And it's something that we said last week, is what we want Leicester to do more of, or to to actually, what what can we improve on? And one of the things we said was our second half performance. Mm. Um, I thought it was, again, an intriguing selection by Puel. You know, I, I like how he basically adapts a team to who he plays against, which is something we've not seen down the King Power for a long time. But do you not think there was an argument for starting with the same eleven that absolutely tore Tottenham apart? Yeah, but Tottenham will play different at the King Power to Burnley. Of course. So yeah. he's looked at the opposition, he's looked at how they will play and gone, hang on, this is the best Leicester team to beat the opposition in front of us. Now, I'm all for a settled team, but... If that's what the manager wants to do, brilliant. It's worked for us in the past, sticking with a, 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 a way of playing. It's also gone against us as well because teams have worked us out. And if we're not on our A game and they've worked us out, then we're going to suffer. And we've done that in the past. So I like a new approach, which is not new at every club, but it is at Leicester. And I think a, a few Leicester fans might have to get their head around it because they'll see Okazaki playing very well against Spurs and then not being in the first team on Saturday. And they have to understand it's because of the way that Puel likes to set up against different opposition. Yeah, and Puel's come out and said uh, 
uh, recently about Mark Albright, and he said it was difficult for him first couple of games because he didn't he didn't get in the team, and people were saying very quickly after a couple of games, oh, he's not in Club World's thoughts, he's not going to be the the sort of mainstay that he has been in the past few seasons at Leicester City. But all he's done is worked hard on the training ground. Puel's gone right. Tactically for this game, I want him as my winger. Or he's played a bit at number 10 as well, uh, short-lived period there. And he's had a couple of great games. Some great deliveries, gets through an awful lot of work as we as we know and, and love about Mark Albrighton. And Club Puel said, with no, no player is finished with me. It's my call if I see them training hard, if I see that they can be effective in a certain position in a certain game, I'll put them in. And that's that's fine. Old Brighton sat on the bench for a couple of games, awaited his chance, on he goes. Okazaki didn't start on Saturday, he might start this coming Saturday. It, and, and he'll take his chance then, because we know that he's a busy, effective player when he gets the chance. And it's a way of utilising an expensively assembled squad as well. And a squad is. of players who not only are biting at the bit to get on the pitch but also a lot of them who are Premier League champions and have proved themselves at this level in the club as well. Um, some of them maybe moved on eventually, but they're there waiting and they deserve their chance as much as everyone else is being given a chance in the first team and also in many different positions as well, a la what Albrighton's been um, being played in many different places to see whether you know he can he can do that role. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Another win on the bounce, and you, like, like you said... Uh, Winning against... Oh, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Can for a first time in 80 episodes? Is that someone entering the competition? Uh, no, it's from my mate Lalo says, what's the footy bets for tonight then, lads? Question mark. Huh. Don't, don't give anybody any tips on it. No, well, I mean, to be honest, it's Champions League tonight and it's a bit dicey because teams playing lesser, t- uh, lesser lineups, resting players a la Man City who have already qualified. So... Do they suffer in their performances? Slightly dicey. Maybe go for the overs on the goals. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Beat the bookie, ladies yeah. and gents. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, great then. Goal. Uh, good performance. Hit the post in the second half. Unlucky not to get a second. Starting to to show why he's getting selected so much. Exactly. Um, he's being consistent in his performances, which is something that we always wanted. And, and we would, rarely got. Yeah, and, and, and would always come with experience, or we, we hope would. And also, the, the thing that I quite like is the fact that if he does get dropped, he knows that he'll probably be back in against the team who Puel thinks he should be starting against. He's not being dropped for maybe a lack of performance, ho- hopefully not anyway. So that's, um, that's, that's pleasing for him and also for fans as well, who might be bemoaning the fact that the player's been dropped, but might know that they'll be back in next week. That might be the case with Chilwell, who, as we said last week, or I said at least... Oh, he impressed on Saturday again, didn't he? Exactly. Should be um, in the starting lineup ahead of uh, Christian Fuchs, who's done not a lot wrong, but I think that now Chilwell is ahead of him in the pecking order. And um, and, and, and it's, it's it's great. It's, it's, it's really good to win two games on the bounce against, yes, they're both at home, but against Spurs and a very good Burnley side with some good games coming up, the likes of Newcastle away. We've got, what, Swansea, Palace. You know, I'm not saying we're going to win all three of those, but if you're looking for at least, you know, six points, maybe you know, five points at least, a win, a couple of draws possibly, to keep us in the hunt for that seventh place, which we said again last week, seventh, 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 is where we want to finish. We want to be in Europe. I'll do anyway. Yeah, me too. So Newcastle this weekend, they're not very good, are they? 
Not great, no. <laughs> to, to, and to that's it, Newcastle away. To uh, put it bluntly, yeah, yeah. We'll speak to you next week. Uh, no, it's they've really fallen actually after a really good start. I know teams who get promoted tend to be uh, quick starters and then drop away, kind of like what Brighton and Huddersfield are doing. But you thought that maybe Newcastle would be slightly different because of the the manager and the players that they've got and the setup there. But uh, yeah, they really have disappointed, and they were roundly beaten and soundly beaten by um, Watford at their place. Uh, that was a good bet, by the way, Watford to win there. And they're a good team, as we know, Watford. But they're a, they're a, they're a poor outfit at the moment and they're not scoring goals. Should Leicester, and I'm going to con- contradict myself here, should Leicester go there expecting or really going for the three points? Or should we settle and go, you know, if you do get a point, that's a good good result? Uh, I only think you can settle for a point as a good result after the match. I think if you if we'd have gone to West Ham and somebody had said before the game, our oh, point from this would be a good result, you'd have said we should be more confident than that. We should be taking the game to them. They're struggling. They're under a lot of pressure on at, at home, if you can call it that. It's not really their home, is it? Uh, but we came away and we went, well, in the context of the season, it's a point away. I'd probably do the same against Newcastle, but prior to the game, I think we should and could be going there to to win three points. I don't see any reason why not. I don't see any reason to think about any other result than a victory. No, I mean, every team goes into every game trying to win it. Who starts as favourites? For the game? Yeah. Leicester? Yeah. When we played, um, when we were playing Burnley... It was interesting to see who was the favourites in terms of league position and the fact that Leicester have been playing well and they're at home. When we played away at West Ham, I know it worked out to be a draw, so ultimately they were both very similar in terms of prices, which I know we're not really discussing, but Leicester really should have been the favourites. I think they are. I think in in the form that they're in and also the way that Leicester play, they will be more worried about us than we are about them. They should be going for the three points. And the way I said I contradict myself is, I've always said, an away point in the Premier League, doesn't matter who you play, is still a good point. Yeah, but like I said, that's after the game. Exactly. I agree. I, I think we should be going for the three points. It's Saturday evening, um, which means it's on the telly. Yeah, it's my football team's Christmas do as well, so... I have no idea where I am. That should be a good evening. I think. Am I in London? Oh, busy weekend, isn't busy, it? It's a busy weekend. Mm. Uh, busy weekend at AMS. So, um, yeah, watch it where you can and, and let's go for the three points. I th- I, I can see us winning. Yeah, 100%. And, of what, course, good what, memories from there. What tinkers would you make, if any, with the team? Um, I would keep the same team, but what I would obviously trust Puel to do is to play the correct number 10 according to whoever he thinks should play there. So, whether it be Okazaki or whether it be... Gray, I maybe go for an Okazaki at the start, and then you can always bring Gray on into that role. That's possibly the only change I'd make. Or you could go down there, all guns blazing, Gray and Mares either side, Okazaki through the middle with Vardy. Yeah, if he thinks that, yeah, drop all Brighton and have Gray out wide. That could even happen. Mm. I, to be honest, I would trust Claude Puel and who he thinks should play there. I don't think there needs to be any more changes. I think uh, Chilwell deserves to keep his place. I think the back four is fine, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, they'll get their chance. And they'll get chance in the FA Cup, which we'll talk about next. (music) 
So Leicester in the FA Cup, by the way, the third round draw is one of the highlights of the football season. Love it's, it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Always throws up at least two or three very good fixtures. The Merseyside derby. Yeah. I mean, at one point, the, the police were having a heart attack. They got the Merseyside derby. You got Brighton versus Palace and what happened there the other week. Uh, and then very nearly, I think the last six, they included Millwall and Chelsea, who hadn't drawn each other yet. So that that could have happened. Middlesbrough Sunderland's in there. As Middlesbrough well, Sunderland, which is not quite so feisty, but still got a bit of bite about it. So there's a, a lot of big games, and Leicester, and I've always wanted, and I tweeted, I've always wanted Notts County away. Always want Notts County away. Never been to Notts County away. Have you? Never been no. to Meadow Lane, and it's a you know it's a big ground, twenty thousand ground, and Leicester could take ten thousand there, like we did at, at Forest. Oh, I remember that. For a nil-nil. There was more Leicester fans in the ground than Forest fans. That was awful. By quite a few. You know, quite a few. It was bad. It was uh, was a bad nil-nil, and then we beat them in the replay. Ha! Anyway. um, So, yeah, good draw for Leicester. Um, Surely it's got to be a TV game, whoever it is, because obviously Hereford with their history against the Premier League side, and Fleetwood, the Vardy Derby. Yeah, exactly. And Hereford are the lowest-ranked team left in the draw. Could well be. They played Shepshire not longer in the yeah. league. In the league match. Yeah. Did they really? Shepshire Dynamo. Blimey. Hereford, and, and, Hereford kind of... And Loughborough as well. Or died a bit. Corn as well. Back, didn't they? What? Hereford, they're Hereford FC now, aren't they? Used you, to be called Hereford United. Yeah, they've had to reform. But there's still a player at Edgar Street. Yeah. I went away there when we were in League One. That's what I was going to say. Did mm. you play... Uh, no, no, no. Did you go there? We played them in the FA Cup as well. Did we? Yeah, we played and we drew. I think we got away with a draw at their place and beat them at home. Or did we scramble a win at their place? I don't I know. Remember the league game. I think it was 2-0 Fright and Howard or something. I'm sure we drew there in the cup and it was around about maybe the Taylor era. Um, yeah, that might be completely wrong, but we'll go with it. There's fossil, oh, fossils and foxes there, but I ain't picking it up because it weighs a that, ton. That'd take a while to leaf through. Oh, look what's on it. TV. It's the Chelsea versus Spurs game of a few years ago. <laughs> anyway, less about that. Um, I'd love to know what Pochettino thinks of it. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that again. So a really good draw. It means that we'll probably be on TV. i tell you what, though. Hereford, you've been there already. I'd like to go Hereford. But if it's Fleetwood away, that's a night out in Blackpool beforehand. Oh, Amazing. Well, maybe not, but well, do you know what I mean? That's what, no, that's I, what I, I use the word amazing very loosely. But Fleetwood, a ground that not many people would have gone to, and also quite nice for Vardy as well. He's going to, you know, the Vardy derby. Yeah. So uh, a good draw for Leicester. You just didn't want, you didn't want a Premier, a big Premier League side. Didn't really want a Championship team either, do you? No, you don't want Wolves or someone like that, no. or, or Bristol City or someone doing well away. Just you want. Either a, a lower league team at home, who you think rang, we can just beat and then get further in the competition, or you want the big local derby away at you know a derby or Forest or someone like that, or maybe Villa, one of those for the for the fans for Rislot, or you want maybe something like this, which is, has a little bit there and will probably be on TV. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is that I think it was about two thousand and one or two thousand and three. It's about fifty games. Since Man United have not been on TV in the FA Cup. Really? Yep. Now, this is the round. Who have they got? They're at home to Derby. Oh, surely not. Now, Derby, you're talking of, uh, what, sixth in the league? No real story there. There's no looking at the manager, Rowett. There's not like an ex-player. 
There's no narrative. There's no, like there is with, say, Vardy. You've got the Merseyside derby. You've got the Brighton versus Palace game. There's even Forest against Arsenal. There's lower league teams against big teams. There's all sorts. There's obviously the Leicester game. If the Man U game's on TV, it's an absolute disgrace. It will be, but it's a disgrace. I agree. And and I've, I've, <laughs> something's got to give. It's got to stop at some point. I was saying this at work today, and I was going off on one about it. I, it was a bit of a rant. Doesn't sound like and you. Someone just like someone turned around who I didn't even know were listening, and just said, "My God, he gets wound up about the weirdest thing. It's not even <laughs> his club. He supports Leicester, doesn't you he? You don't even support City." Manchester City or anything like that. You're not even like anti-United that way. No, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind United. I don't like it. Well, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't mind them at all, really. But it's it is a disgrace. But we'll see. Put it this way: if it's on TV ahead of us, which surely it won't be, I just want to see us. Mm. End of the day, sport Leicester, don't I? So anyway, that's it for for Fox's sake. It's a bit of a a quick episode, really, because we've been off for so long. We thought we'd better do. Two in less than a week. Uh, so just to go on about the competition once again, how does it work? Nice and easy. Go on Twitter, go on Facebook or email us. Email us at forfox8podcast at gmail.com and just put under the uh, subject competition entry and then put your name and then we can get in contact if you're the winner. If you're on Twitter, then follow us at FFSpod and then all you have to do is retweet the picture that we'll send out and that means that you've entered once. If you retweet every day, because we'll send it for the next 10 days, it means you've entered two, three, four times. That's fine. Go on Facebook, type in for Fox 8 Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. And then when we put the picture out there, again, we'll do it more times than just one, so you're not limited uh, if you're just a Facebook follower. And again, just click share, and you can do that as many times as you like. And again, you'll enter as many times. And it's for a Leicester City home shirts, tags on and all. It's not you know, been worn or anything like that. And uh, the size will be on the picture as well. All the details there. And uh, yeah, get in contact with us if you want to send us anything regarding the football, regarding the podcast. And uh, we'll see you maybe in a week's time, Rob, possibly. Maybe. We'll have to see, we'll have to see what we'll happens figure on it out. Saturday. Sometime around this time next week. 